away from the outlaws. Stay away from the loners. Just stay away from all MC members. This is what they're telling the general public up in Canada. They are telling everybody that bikers are so dangerous that you're not supposed to be around them. It's like a public announcement, a public safety announcement. And I think it is ridiculous. And yes, this is in Canada, but guess what? Everybody's seeing it around the world right now because that's just how news is. We're going to go through some biker news right now. I'm going to show you some of that. And later on, I'll give you some uh, thoughts on what I think. And you know what? I just had to come out and say, you know what? This is BS. BS. So let's go to our first story right now. Oh, uh, WTKR Female Motorcycle Club gives back to Norfolk neighborhood. You may have seen the 757 Lady Unity or Unity Riders, a female motorcycle and social club in Hampton Roads, on their bikes in the community. The motorcycle club offers more than camaraderie. Members work towards having a strong impact in the area. That's all MCs, man. All MCs. Quote, it was great knowing I was already interested in motorcycles, but to find someone that wanted to give back to the community, that always a plus. Letitia Jones, the club's public relation officer. And you know what? They have one. I think all clubs should start having one with these public relations officers because of what's being said in the news. You can no longer just shrug it aside. The club's president, Ashley Esku, is aware some people might have stereotypes about motorcycle clubs. There we go. It was a great one until then. However, she says the 757 Lady in Unity Radas promotes positivity. The club is bringing back unity and love straight into the community and the area that's felt the positive effects of the club efforts is the park place and section of Norfolk. They have organized food dropouts throughout the neighborhood. You never know who may need this stuff. You never know. She said the group's vice president, LaVonda Scott, way to go girls, way to go. Hell yeah, baby. Let's go to some events right now, uh, your motorcycle events. Uh, don't forget to go check some of these out if you're in the area. A bait backpack run over at Pensacola Harley-Davidson. That is July 22nd at 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It goes on to say on the event page over on Facebook, come out, show your support. And ride for a great cause for Abate's Backpack Ride on Saturday, July 22nd. Registration is at 9. First bike out at 11. Last bike in at 3. Cost is 10 a rider, 5 for a passenger. Pre-purchase your backpack now for only 10 from Eagles Talion or an Abate officer. Registrations fees waived if you pre-purchase and return a backpack with school supplies at registration. All school supplies will be donated to the United Way of West Florida. Harley's Angels will be grill, grilling, and I don't think it's the club. Uh, yeah, don't even think that. 
will be grilling burgers and dogs for donations that july 22nd at 9 a.m now let's go to hog back twister challenge ride in Colorado. it goes on to say more twists than a pit full of snakes and i guess registration has been extended in july but does not include the t-shirt or patch and it goes on to say, ride some of Colorado's best canyon roads, a captivating array of long sweeping bends and sharp hairpins through an amazing landscape. Nine canyon parks plus the peak to peak highway spanning 350 miles. This sounds like a kick ass ride. Cutting through the Dakota Hogback Ridge between Fort Collins and Evergreen. And they go on, uh, there's going to be discounts and all that good stuff. And it says, let's see here, Saturday, 29th of July, over 1,500 twists and turns, nine-plus hours of riding plus stops. Now, the entire route is between five and 9,500 feet, and it has the canyons lifted, uh, listed here. You start at Hogback Distillery. 5311 Western Avenue, number 174 in Boulder, Colorado, baby. And the end point is going to be at the same place. Check it out. That seems like a badass ride right there. Beautiful stuff. If you guys do go on and get us some uh, video and I'll put that up for you. Now let's go up to Canada. You Canucks, man. That cold up there is making you crazy. I'm telling you, it's making you psycho with what your cops are telling everybody. Part of work just before noon containing the fire. Police say the owner of the building was affiliated with the Outlaws motorcycle gang. Because of the ownership of the building and who owns it, there's a heightened awareness to our investigation for sure. Um, but at this point, we, we don't have an actual link that we can confirm right now. According to Cornwall Police, a violent altercation broke out there Saturday night between the Outlaws and another rival biker gang, the Loners, where two people were stabbed and one was shot. Cornwall police have since arrested five individuals involved in the incident. Although Brockville police wouldn't comment on links between the two cases, the deputy fire chief says the fire has been labeled suspicious. The cause right now is undetermined, um, but we are uh, conducting a formal investigation with Brockville police and the Ontario Fire Marshal's office who will be joining us in a couple hours. The smell of smoke in the air and the charred debris are now all that remains of the building that once stood at 109 Perth Street. But this could have been a much larger tragedy. We evacuated some of the residents in the, in the area because the fire did ultimately spread from that building to multiple other residences just adjacent to it. 17 of the nearby houses were damaged by the heat. The fire caused over $4 million in damages. There were three fire marshals present at the scene Monday as they searched for a cause and any possible links to biker activity continues. Fawaz Muhammad Yusuf, Global News, Brockville. There it goes right there, the continuation of what the cops are saying up there. And I just have to say, there is not going to be any MC out there that's going to hurt regular old citizens of their neighborhood. When there's usually beefs, it's between each other. Unless you got some idiot out there that's acting like a moron that might get slapped. But 
when stuff like this goes down, the general public is in no way in harm's way. Now, with the fire, you know, at the clubhouse, you, you see the damage that it was done, and nobody has any proof that either one of the clubs, the problems that they had, started that fire. And I really wish that the news would have came out and said nothing until they had the proof, but they usually don't. Earlier, that ladies MC talked about a public relations officer. How do they got it together more than a lot of the bigger clubs do? This is 2023, people. You got to get yourself a public relation officer to fight this kind of stuff. Because quite frankly, and I do support them, NCOC is not out there doing what they're supposed to do or what their mission statement is, is to combat the way motorcycle clubs are portrayed in the media. And I hate to say it, I do. You know, something like this now, where you have cops saying, stay away from everybody. Well, that's up in Canada. Well, no, because... A lot of people in the United States are seeing this story in their news feeds through Google, and they're going to read it and see it. You know, I got a viral video going around right now and getting a bunch of new people over on the channel. And a lot of them, you can tell, don't ride because gang this gang that's coming out of their mouth or see we told you so kind of stuff. You got to start pushing back on that. You really do. You got to push back on it. If not, there's going to be more laws. It's just like gun control. Every time something happens, they're running and freaking talking about guns. It's going to be the same thing with clubs. With all the news media coverage and no pushback, hell, they can brand you that way they are and get the citizens scared of you. That's just my thoughts on that, man. Get that public relation uh, officer. Uh, we're going to go to the second half of the show. We're going to be talking about your brain pan, man. Critical things that you might want to think about or help you get ahead. And then on the members only, we're going to be talking about what makes a woman a biker chick. Yes, what makes a woman a biker chick? Should be a good one. Either that or Hollywood's going to be in the doghouse like he has been all week. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. Rock on. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show 
with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the King of Biker Radio. Be the only way that I can live and feel alive. 
What's up, everyone? How you guys and girls doing? It's China Dow. How you doing, China? Your hair it looks good. You did your hair. Look at that. You did like a woman's spike and stuff like that. A woman's spike? No. A spike is just a spike. Why were you crying last night? Because I want. I was cutting it all off. What made you decide to go that route? I have no idea. It wasn't me that said anything, <laughs> so you can't blame my ass. I have no idea. Because usually you blame me for it. everything. I just did it. That was poor. Uh, another question I got for you. Oh, Why do you women always worry about when you don't wear a bra? Is it because you got hard-ass nipples and stuff? Well, yeah, because it's cold in here right now. So what's the matter? It's, a man loves a good pair of freaking hard nipples. It's feasing in here. That I guess I could equate it to a guy having a heart on or something. And walking around with a teepee. Is that what you women feel? You guys don't walk around with teepees. Yeah, we do when we have a heart on. Oh, I thought you just put the trapper keeper in front of it. Oh, my God. I was looking at that. You know what? <laughs> uh, that article I sent you yesterday about the Generation X and who we are. Yeah. The lock key generation or whatever. And uh, I seen a trapper keeper. I was like, oh, hell no. You don't see them anymore. They still sell them. They sell them, but nobody uses them. I know, but I would. Well, that's because you were a dork. You were probably <laughs> the same one that was a dork that walked around the high school halls with a backpack. No. But now it's like it, it, that's the norm. I, I did not. I did not have a backpack in high school. No. I just made several trips to my locker. I don't know. I would. You know what? I'd always get in trouble when I go in and do that. Uh, you know, and Jason's right. Uh, we're good with we uh, women not wearing uh, bras. Free the tits. They're free today. <laughs> and one thing I don't understand is why you women always have to wear bras at nighttime. Why? Just let them go. Let the sucker dangle. I let them hang last night and it felt weird. It's not like it's going to go to your knees or something. You got none. I don't have any to go to my knees, so it's fine. Whatever. Man, the do problem, you the problem of going to bed without a bra is coming in here in the morning and still not having a bra on. Well, that's you the know, problem. You remember 1982, right? 1982. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people don't understand where those safety stuff goes on bottles. You know, all the safety uh where you know it has the plastic on it. It used to not be that way. No, you should be able to open up a bottle and the, there it is. And do you know why that was? How it changed? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell us. It was the Tylenol murders. Remember that? Yes, I do. Because we covered that. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? Dude who was the main suspect has died. In the Tylenol murders? Yep. Well, the only suspect in the 1982 Tylenol murders has died. James Lewis was never charged in the deaths of seven Chicago area residents who took Tylenol lakes with cyanide. But he served time for trying to extort the drug maker. WGN's Patrick Elwood has more on that case that caused worldwide panic. It was the fall of 1982 when six adults and one juvenile in the Chicago area were killed after taking extra strength Tylenol, the nation's number one leading pain relief over-the-counter medication at the time. Whoever was responsible was never caught. And with the death of 76-year-old James Lewis, this case may never be solved. Ultimate takeaway is that 
this case will never be charged. Upon the 40th anniversary of those Tylenol murders, Tribune reporters Stacey St. Clair and Christy Gutowski took a deep dive into the decades-old mystery. What they reported was that investigators on this case firmly believed that Lewis was the culprit who loved the cat and mouse game. He loved the challenge of, of being questioned by law enforcement. Of particular interest in that deep dive last year was that in 2007, the FBI had recorded an interview unbeknownst to Lewis at a Chicago hotel. In that interview, he revealed details of the case from back in 1982 at the time that had not been made public. It was essentially the smoking gun. So they're able to compare those timelines and basically catch him admitting to mailing that letter before the public even knew about the murders. What was his motive? According to the Tribune, Lewis had allegedly tampered with the Tylenol in an act of revenge against its maker, Johnson & Johnson, after his five-year-old daughter died after the subsidiary of Johnson & Johnson produced sutures used to fix her congenital heart defect that tore. In the first days after the killings, Lewis mailed Johnson & Johnson and demanded $1 million to stop the killings. He was convicted of extortion, but after that conviction, he offered two detectives to help find the real killer, he said, and drew up sketches like this one as examples of how such a plot could be carried out. We spoke to those experts um, ourselves, and they confirmed that, that yes, what, what he drew would be a very um, logical and you know safe way of getting cyanide from your home to the shelves in the grocery store. When the Tribune caught up with Lewis last year in Boston where he was living, he said, quote, have you been harassed over something for 40 years that you didn't have anything to do with, unquote? We know that within the last year, law enforcement has have gone to prosecutors in Cook and DuPage County and asked them to charge what they considered a chargeable circumstantial case. Um, I think the ultimate takeaway is that this case will never be charged. Yesterday, Boston officials were not going to do an autopsy on Lewis's death, but today, at the insistence of Illinois investigators, that has changed. An autopsy is definitely going to be done to find the exact cause of death. Reporting from the news. Wow. You remember how freaking panicked everybody was? And we were only like nine years old when this happened. And I still can remember the panic. I remember nobody was taking Tylenol. Yeah, I remember my mom going around and throwing all the Tylenol in the garbage in the house. Like and that's how you got the safety uh, stuff on bottles of, uh, you know, meds on uh, Coke bottles, uh, on dressing, tum everything. Tums containers. Yeah, you, that's you how it, it all came about was because of this. That's some history right there. Sure is. It changed the way they did safety with packaging. And can you believe this was the guy was the main suspect and he was never charged in this stuff and he died getting away with it and he died getting away with it sad oh man that's a sad state of affair right there man wow i just said you know i had to bring that up because that's something from our childhood that was re you know what we lived through some very interesting times when we talk about generation x
Yeah. We really did. We were like that bridge from the old school to the new school where technology took over, but we were actually there before it happened. And it's funny how these kids would uh, never understood how we lived back then. I think our son would go batshit crazy. Hasn't he even said he would have went batshit crazy? Mm, uh, no, we've never talked about it. Yeah, we have. Not with him. Our daughter. With our daughter. What did. what did our daughter say? She would have gone batshit crazy, too. She said seems like simpler times. But she doesn't understand the concept of the pencil and the cassette. <laughs> she how, don't understand that concept. How you rewound it, man. <laughs> you know what's even more funnier when we were kids? What? They used to actually talk about and we used to always dream about having a handheld phone that we'd a video talk to each other on. Remember that? Yup. That was a fantasy back when we were God, young. Wouldn't it so much easier if we had portable phones? Portable phones that you can actually talk to people on and see them. How amazing that happened within a couple uh, decades, isn't it? Yeah. Remember our very first, okay, I don't know about you, but I got our very first cordless phone when I was growing up, and you had to pull that metal antenna up to walk around the house with it and look cool. Yeah, I had that. Yeah. You know what? In the last, I don't know, century, do you see how fast we evolved from horse and buggy straight to where we're at today? Yeah. And if you look at it. It's insane. It, it, you just said that, right? <laughs> it's insane. It is insane. Yeah. And you have to wonder how all this happened. Don't you at some time wonder why it's so quick? Why It's going too fast. Slow down, world. So do you think it's really us that came up with this stuff? Like what? The, the cell phone? No, the technology that we have. No, I don't. Somebody else. You think so? Yeah, I think it's somebody else. I think we're stealing shit from other people. <laughs> Here's what uh, kind of freaked me out. Congressman has a grim take after access to UFO footage and, quote, we can't handle it. This came from a guy who is on the House Oversight Committee, and he they're doing UFO investigations because people are tired of being lied to. And I guess this rep, Tim Burchette, speculated extraterrestrial life forms could have technology that humanity can't handle. If they're out there, they're out there. And if they have this kind of technology, then they could turn us into charcoal burkett. And if they can travel light years or at the speeds that we've seen, and physics, as we know it, fly underwater, don't show a heat trail, things like that, then we are vastly out of our league. He is the sitting member of the House Oversight Committee, which has held hearings about potential threats and unexplained UAPs, a government-derived word for UFOs. And let's see here. I'm going to go. I'm just going to skim down here. Since his uh, shocking claims, other high-level government whistleblowers with high clearances 
have come forward to back Grush's claims. And he's saying that our DOD, Department of uh, Defense, has programs where they're recovering alien technology. And it, why they're doing it is reverse engineering it. I'm telling you, Area 51 right there. Well, I don't think it's Area 51 anymore because everybody knows it. I think it's, uh, you know, places that we don't even know exist that they're doing it. But do you think it's plausible that's what our government's doing? And you got to remember, the first uh, known one we knew about was Roswell. Yeah. And ever since 1947, if you look at it, look at the technology that we have. It's just insanity. Times have definitely changed. I remember calling people collect from a payphone. Right. <laughs> like I'd be calling home from a payphone. And, in, you know, where it tells you to say your name, I'd always be like, pick me up. <laughs> so they'd know to pick me up where I'm at instead of accepting the collect call. But while well, you talk about the collect calls, but look at the phones that we got now. We got something that is in our hand that has more computing power than a lot of what NASA used in the 60s. It's it's just insanity. It's crazy. And I guess there's all these whistles. Would you want to know if this is, you know what, this is what I hate about the government. What? They use national security all the time. <laughs> It's like, shut up, stupid. Dude, you know what? I want to know if an alien's going to drop on me and fucking bite me in the ass or something, you jackasses. <laughs> that ain't national security for me to know that. You want anal probes? What? Do you think that we have a right to know? I do think we have a right to know. I mean, Jesus. I, it could explain a lot of things that people have seen over the years that they blamed on weather balloons and all this. Or that crap. they're crazy. Yeah, or that they're crazy. They're mentally insane. That's and, what I and get they're so not because it's there. I get so tired of these elites thinking we're stupid. If anybody thinks that we're alone in this big ass universe, you're stupid. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> Just shut up. I used all my quarters playing Pac-Man. Because if you think about it with the technology over the last uh, century, before that, we were in horse and buggies. Mm -hmm. You would think over the history of mankind, and I truly believe in the ancient uh, world, they had this shit. They just forgot about it. That we would be more advanced. What have we been on this planet? Like 200,000 years or some shit like that? I don't know. I think we'd be more advanced, but it all happened in the last century. That's why I kind of gave you that Generation X thing to show you, man, we really bridged right there because we basically have nothing. And all of a sudden we have all this shit. Yeah. More technology than anybody can actually handle, honestly. And if what he's saying is true, it's only going to go downhill. We're from fucked. Here. Because just think about it. Just think about it. You have a alien being that can travel the universe. 
in light speed time here, we're fucked. We're stupid. We might as well be them apes and monkeys that they say we evolved from. I, I mean, I don't know. Do you think, do you think, because like one time says, you can't tell the public the widespread panic alone is reason enough people are too literal, literal to handle it. Do you, do you really think that we could handle it if people said there were aliens? No, I don't think so. And you know why? Why? It comes down to religion. Well, true. It comes all down to religion. There would be a mass panic. Because though, and if you think about it, let's think about it here. Time out, time out. I'm going to piss some Christians off here. <clears throat> I am. I'm going to piss them off. If you think about it, you had Christ go up. They seen him at the, what it was at the Pentecostal or something like that. They seen him go up in a ray of light. And he said he would return. Mm -hmm. Now, what if that was, I'm just saying, an alien took him up there? And if you look at the time travel that you have to do to get from point A to point B, what if it takes them like 4,000 years to come back? It fulfills the prophecy. But people would be freaking just out of their minds. If they found out something was around. So maybe they couldn't handle it. Maybe there would be a breakdown of society. But they do know it's there. Well, definitely. There is something out there. We all know there is. We just don't want to admit it. Or they're hiding it from us because maybe we just can't handle the truth. I don't think the, I don't think the world can handle the truth ever. They get offended. Maybe the aliens don't want us to know because they're saying you guys are a bunch of dumb fucks. <laughs> and they're like, we ain't going to come out to y'all because we've seen what you do to transgenders. <laughs> That's fucked up. That is. <laughs> but isn't it funny that you have a lot of ancient societies that actually believed in it and they actually see that's the thing. If you read Genesis. Uh, uh, just read Genesis, okay? It talks about how the God walked among us. And then you got in the book of Daniel about the chariots of fire in the air and stuff like that. I'm thinking it's trying to tell us, hey, you know. There's more to this world. There's more to it. Mm -hmm. But crazy. that's what Genesis said, that the gods walked among us. Dude, if there were gods walking among us now, well, they'd be all like, human, what the hell happened? Hum, <laughs> humans, they couldn't be, they wouldn't be able to explain what they were seeing. And they used that analogies. They thought the aliens must have been gods then. I'm serious. We're going to have to do a, a show on that stuff. We really are. <laughs> Hammer and nails. Phil Collins was great in Genesis. <laughs> he was. <laughs> And Rich says, what do we what do we do to transgenders? It is what it is. Uh, Steve, I couldn't handle being a Catholic. It was too much pressure for a screw up like me. And I've talked about this in the past. You know, I believe in the old man upstairs. OK, 
talk to him. Sometimes he says, what the fuck is wrong with you? Where did I go wrong? Uh, that's what he says. But I can't do organized religion. I just can't do it because I there's too much hypocrisy there. Road Rage says Earth is the Alabama of the universe and the aliens lock their doors and their spaceships when they fly by. <laughs> Birmingham, especially. They're, they're like, hail to the no. <laughs> we are not going there. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, what? It, it, it's messed up. This whole world is screwed up. It is. Just step back and look around. Digging the show, Hollywood. Rock on uh, Oliver right there. This is actually a tame one right now because China Doll ain't throwing shit at me, yelling at me. I'm not shooting them with I'm my... not shooting my, me with stuff. Yeah. You know, we're actually going to be talking about the New World Order on Friday with the BCAN podcast. Oh, Lord. That one's supposed... To, that's going to be a good one. Okay. That, that's gonna be a good one okay and on the show with um i think it is monday with me and mike we got that family that's gonna come on with the little baby oh, wow. and then uh the following week we got somebody else coming on as well i think it's bikers against heroin or something uh we're really loading that platform up right there noise it's gonna be a good one what else we got in the news today besides uh aliens and you know what was uh you know what I have to say something here. What? I was right. Oh, Lord. Here we go. As usual. Here we go. Guess what happened? What? There was a press conference about AI. Yeah. And they had, guess who the panel was? Who? 12 androids. Oh, go figure. They're already starting to make them. Oh, Lord. Here we go. They were answering questions from reporters. They already got robotic dogs. No, I'm talking these look real. Jesus. Here it goes. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if I'm going to be able to get me one, you know, for a sex slave or something. Oh, my God. Is it the stop. sex slave model? Just shut up. No. But if it's already 2023 by 2033, you know, when you're old, then you are now. It's going to be amazing technology. It is. Sad. Uh, welcome to the Madhouse. We all we do is talk about getting blowjobs, according to my old lady. <laughs> 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 and get advice on uh, from Hollywood for you men. Whatever we got here on the... Uh, Let's go uh, let's, on, on Z News. On the News. Z News. Child molester Larry Nazar. You remember that Larry Nazer, man? He was that gymnastic coach that molested all the kids. Well, he was stabbed multiple times in federal prison where he was sent to rot for sexually assaulting hundreds of gymnasts, including gold medal winning Olympians. Nazer, 59, was stabbed twice in the neck, twice in the back and six times in the chest on Sunday afternoon. In the federal uh, correction. Sweet justice right there in central Florida. But he is in stable condition, suffering a collapsed lung. Damn, he, they didn't finish him he off. He is lucky to be alive, they said. If it wasn't for the staff who was there, he wouldn't be with us today. So the staff at the prison saved his life. You assholes. <laughs> Let it go. Why couldn't you, like, go have a coffee or something? Why and... couldn't you have been on a smoke break? Yeah, go have a fucking smoke. You didn't have to break that up, you jackasses. The hell's wrong with you, man? 
But they, they finally I mean, got his ass, huh? They said he's not out of the woods yet. He does have serious injuries. Uh, it is unclear how it happened or why it happened. Well, why? Well, why? Predator. Come That's on. why it Self happened. Self-explanatory. Duh. Look what he did. You know, if I was, you know, their boss and shit, I'd have been like, you're fired, man. You should have let it happen. Just like freaking Dwayne says. Well, they're all they're all, you know, saying, well, he's been there since 2018 and they've never had an incident with him before. And then all of a sudden on Sunday, hmm, whatever. Yeah. Now they're going to put him on 24 hour lockdown where nobody can get to his ass. You know, it's about, you know, somebody finally got to him. And these damn COs had to step in, you stupid schmucks. Yes, <laughs> stupids. Just let it go. So more than 300 women and girls, including Olympian, uh, Olympian like Simone Biles. Uh, he, he did that he, to Simone Biles, too? Yes. Yeah. He was sexually abusing them as their doctor and misuse of you know, medical treatments and yeah, stretch back for decades. It was over 300 girls. So he got to molest 300 girls. A gymnast. Yeah. And you had a CO, you dumbass. Should be ashamed of yourself. Step in Why he's getting what he deserved. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My question yeah. is, out of all the 300 of them, why didn't just one parent know sooner? I have no idea. I mean, there were more than 65 women that gave impact statements during his trial where he got 40 to 125 year sentence. Um, they claim that his uh, eligible release for federal from from federal pr uh, prison is January 30th, 2068. He'd be 104. 2068. Yeah. <laughs> it says if still alive. Well, you did have that one girl, uh, that one woman uh, that was part of the Manson crew. She just got released yesterday. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, she got released. Yeah, I didn't bother doing a story on her because I don't care. I don't like her. Like you don't her. like her, huh? No, we're not. Gonna, I mean, maybe I'll cover her tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. But don't, think you, don't you think that's sweet justice that what happened to him? <laughs> Dude, I think I'm pissed off that somebody stepped in. What the fuck? I am too. What the hell? But you know what? That dude's probably a hero among the inmates, like he should be. I mean, turn the one that back. stabbed the shit out of him. Hell be, yeah. Be like, dude, you saw nothing. <laughs> you really saw nothing for real. And that just shows you how much pricks fucking COs are and cops. They never mind their own business. God. This is one time they should have mind their own business. 100% should have mind their own business. Just scrape him, scrape his ass off the ground afterwards. That's all. I mean, just leave him alone. Leave him there. You didn't see anything. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see here. Hand of Chaos. Yes, actually, there is that movie. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Sound of something. Somebody put that in the chat. It's about a guy who rescues kids from sex trafficking rings, and the media is slamming it. That tells you how much of a pedophile freaking uh, media we do have. It is, I guess, you know what? People are just buying tickets and not watching the movie, so they just support it because it's that heartbreaking. It's that heartbreaking. And, you know, that shows you where our society with this media is right now. Because you can, they want our kids. That's what they're going at. They're a bunch of pedophiles. 
So unbelievable. Unbelievable. What else we got? Jacksonville, Florida. The Drug Enforcement Administration is issuing a warning about the latest drug that has made its way to Northeast Florida streets. Steve, make sure uh, you let us know uh, tomorrow because uh, he's going to see that uh, movie today with his old lady. I heard it. It's called Sound of Freedom. Uh, Sound of Freedom, Screwplay says, Jason and everybody else. It, it's a heartbreaking freaking movie, man. Uh, very heartbreaking, but go ahead with your story. We got uh, a new damn freaking uh, drug coming out here. Yeah, there's a new drug and it. Uh, as of 12 months ago, the dangerous drug started, started showing up in the Jacksonville metropolitan area as a narcotic. People are buying it in chunks and cutting it into powder to snort it, inject it or smoke it. The Jesus. drug was first found in Sweden in 2014. Seven years later, it showed up in the United States, according to toxicology reports. Very little is known about this drug. Jesus. And the word that, okay, they call it uh, cathinone, C-A-T-H-I-N-O-N-E. It's got a very, very long word, <laughs> a long drug name. It's a natural stimulant that comes from a plant. But it is synthetic, meaning it is con has a concoction of dangerous chemicals. It is very cheap, about 150 to 200 per ounce. It is an alternate, an alternate that people are turning to just because of the price and the effects that they are getting from it. What's the effects? So when people are buying it, they believe that it is cocaine. Oh, great. Here we go. Yeah. Or they believe that it is ecstasy. The chemical has similar effects, but a little more intense and dangerous. And what is it being called? Well, the drug on this—it's called on the street. They're calling it um, cathinone. Cathinone. I don't but know. But it's that's messed up. Diamethylpentanol hydro. I don't know. Say that three times. Yeah, no, I can't even say it once. I don't even know. <laughs> so be on the lookout, Florida. It's going to be all over the and United States soon, probably now. It has uh, its its side effects are your high high blood pressure, rapid heart rate, hypothermia, hallucinations, dehydration, loss of consciousness, and death. Yeah, you're going to die, dummy. Take some of this stupid so, shit. This is their new drug of choice. But uh, we were talking about the sound of freedom. Yeah. And Steve's going to go see it. What do you think about the media bashing this? And I'm going to play the trailer right now for you guys. I just found it. Let me know what you guys think about the media bashing this. How that make you feel? Giving a child his freedom. Oh, good. You have been at this for 12 years. My country tis of thee. Why are you doing it? Because God's children are not for sale. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. 
for Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. This is my one chance to put those pieces back together. And yet somehow, you have failed to bring me one real world lead. It's over, Tim. Close up and come back home. So you quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. It's all rebel territory. No one goes in. What if this is your daughter? So, she's gone. Hear that? That's the sound of freedom. I wish there were more people out there like him that rescued children from uh, trafficking sex, rings. Sex trafficking, and then you got the media pouring all kinds of negativity on this movie. And you've been here, you can hear people review this a whole freaking thing theater was crying this is one of the biggest businesses in the world right now is child sex trafficking little girls and little boys young 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 being trafficked by these animals and you got a liberal media out there pissed off that this is gone to the top i personally would wouldn't mind seeing that movie I don't know if I, you know, you know how I am with anything that I see hurting kids. So I don't think I could sit through it, but, but I could, I, I'll sit through it. I wouldn't be <laughs> able to. I think, I think it's disgusting that people do that to kids, sick people, but you have a good movie here trying to highlight a bad problem. And that just shows you that the media are pedophiles. That's what it shows me. It's I, I, I think the media needs to just shut the hell up. There's a time and a place for these people just to shut up, and they need to shut up. Well, maybe Nelson's right. The media is crapping on it. The media is packed with kid, kitty diddlers and rapists. Do you believe that? would surprise me. And then they have the audacity to say, well, it's based on QAnon. No, it ain't. This is a real-life fucking thing happening. This ain't made up shit. This shit's really going on. It's not like they made the story up. It actually is going on in this world. How much you want to bet that most of them, uh, there's two possibilities with the missing kids, the young ones. Uh, they're either were murdered by a psychopath or they're being trafficked. Mm -hmm. Sick. I mean, you ever walk through, okay, because I know Walmart has it, and they have the bulletin board with all these kids' faces showing these kids that are missing. You ever just stand there and look at those and wonder, 
What why, happened to him? Why and what happened? Exactly. A- and how many of these kids never get found? No. You know, it's it's like, you know, I get it. I mean, I, I used to when when our kids were young, it's like I wouldn't let the kids outside None of unless our kids unless were I was outside. outside with them or if the, unless the dogs were outside with them. And that's even in our own yard. Yeah, the dogs had to be out there. The dogs had to be out. The, pit, pits. the, the pits had to be outside with the kids when the kids played outside in the backyard all the time. God, I feel sorry for anybody that came there to kids with the pits. Oh, uh, my I mean, God. it's like we would never even back when we had our husky. I mean, yeah, our husky would, would not let anyone near the children. So it's like we would never let them outside unless the dogs were out there or one of us was present. You know, and it's like, yeah, our kids did have freedom. Our kids did like our our daughter would walk to the library. They would go to the gas station because we're a block away from both. But, you know, luckily with the day and age having cell phones, text me when you get there. Most of the time you you get there. Most of the time you had them on the phone. Oh, yeah. That's why I truly believe in that one app. Uh, Life 360. Which we had that when the you kids know were exactly where that kids are. Yep, we'd always know. But I want to go back to the point that you got all these re- uh, rich elite liberals that are bashing a movie like this. What does that say about these people? And they're the same people that are back in this transgender bullshit of reading to our kids. Is that the reason why they're bashing it? Because it kills their uh, narrative? It kills their narrative. Definitely. They're bashing it because they don't want something like this to actually be happening in this world. They don't want somebody going out there and saving children from pedophiles. And that's what a lot of these people are. Thinking, you know, that this movie is going to give people ideas. Well, it should. Well, maybe it should give people ideas. Maybe and it should give pedophiles the fear that there they could, once there, had. There could be someone out there that's hunting you down. And that's what I think. Uh, that's why I'm trying to get Bikers Against Predators on the show. Uh, because we do. We have that organization that out there catching these freaking people. And one thing about the border uh, with the U.S., is you got a lot of these kids being trafficked over that border right here in the United States. It is disgusting. It's gross. I know you can probably watch. I can't watch a movie like and that. Yeah, and yeah, somebody just, it jumped so fast past on the screen, but somebody said, remember the day with the, I think it was Hammer and Nails. Remember the day with uh, the milk cartons? Well, yeah, that the was missing, Generation the X. Miss, the missing kids on the milk cartons. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I think that was all the way back to Adam Walsh. Yeah, I think that's what Adam Walsh started at. Uh, but it's 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 sick. And maybe this will put, this kind of movie will put the fear in God in pedophiles. But to think, mm, hey, you want watching You want to put a fear of God in them, but at the same time, you got a media... That's a media trying to that, bash it. A media that doesn't want you to make people fear other people. Well, you know what? In this day and age, half the time you walk out the door, you're afraid because you don't know what's going to happen. Well, Mary Ann's she's watching uh, grandkids for a few days. Uh, she could probably tell you she don't let them out of your sight. You can't. 
No. And I, I mean, we even live in a small town and I see kids riding their bikes and whatnot. And it's like, where's your mom? <laughs> well, this I mean, is, you that's know like what? the first thing Otis, out of my mouth. You're directly, you're, you you're know, correct here. You know who Otis is, right? That's, yeah. That's LA. I know. Okay. <laughs> They're trying to normalize pedos as a sexual preference. They call them maps, minor attracted persons. That's no, that's what they're actually doing. <laughs> Sick. So we got we got maps, and then we got birthing people. I mean, nobody, <laughs> dude, no, they're just pedos. You know, and I know you came to me yesterday, and said, you know what, I'm sick of all these protesters. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be because of what they're protesting against. Is shit like this. It needs to be done. Yeah, and in case you're curious, uh, the library is having that thing on Friday, but it's not at the library with the with the. Yeah, it's train. virtual. All that. Shit, it's all yeah. virtual, but out in front of the library, they've been protesting every day, which they should, because those are the type of people that are trying to get to our kids right now. Maybe those people should sit and watch the sound of freedom. I know it's uh, like number one. It's be it beat out Indiana Jones, but Steve will probably give us a review tomorrow of the movie. I just couldn't sit through it. I can't. I can't even hear her stories about kids getting messed with. That's how bad it is. For no, me. and the sad part is, is a lot of stuff in the media nowadays is about children. And, yeah, and there's a lot of stories I have to skip. Because I can't, I can't take that kind of shit. Uh, I got another news story, though. One more, and then we got to get to our critical thinking skills here. A Florida high school softball star who was allegedly stabbed 15 times by her stalker ex-boyfriend revealed that she was left paralyzed from the chest down in this sickening attack. But she says she's going to be okay. She's a senior. Her name's Madison. She is a 17-year-old senior at the Jesus. Puente Verde High School. And now she's paralyzed. Publicly spoke for the first time about being ambushed um, at a restaurant on June 3rd uh, by her deranged ex. My God. This is the one when I believe her and her mother walked out of the bar and the, uh, the yeah. ex came up and attacked. But she is she is uh, physically disabled from the chest down because of her ex-boyfriend's attack. <laughs> but she does insist that she does have goals in her life. She uh, she is seeing the light through the darkness and that she is going to be OK. <sighs> so she's got she's got a pretty good mindset for what she's gone through. That she didn't need to. Nope. Oh, because of a cray cray. All right. Let's get into critical thinking skills right now. Again, uh, we'll have uh, Steve kind of give us a review of that movie, uh, Sounds of Freedom. And it is a huge problem. Everybody needs to talk about it. Human trafficking with kids. You know what? What kind of person would, would, would do that to a kid? Now I'm pissed. You had to bring up that one story about that uh, dude that's uh, in Nazer. prison. Nazer? Yeah. He did 300 kids. Yep. 
What what possesses? And that's the scary part too, though, because you never know who it can be. This guy was a gymnastics medical trainer. Mm. So it makes you really need to think and wonder because you don't know who it can be. It could be your neighbor. You don't know. It that could, is sad. It could it? be a, a teacher. friend of yours. It could be a teacher at the school. It could be a principal. It could be the librarian. It it, it could be anybody. Check you later, L.A. You don't know who it can be. And look how many years this guy was a trainer of gymnasts, of gold medalists. And they had no idea because he put the fear in God in these girls to not tell. That I just don't understand how it can. So make sure see. you have a relationship of some sort with your children where they will be feel free to tell you whatever is going on in their lives and not be afraid to say what's going on in their lives. Well, you know, tomorrow we'll just, you know, we'll do a main topic in on child sub uh, trafficking. We need to get the word out there, especially for that. If you don't want to see it, at least buy a ticket for it. And that supports the the movie. Uh, me, I'd probably have to do that cause I can't sit there and watch that. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about critical thinking skills, something that China doll doesn't have most of the time. And, uh, we're going to see if we can, uh, really, uh, try to help her figure this out, uh, get critical thinking. So what's our first one, uh, China doll? observation observational skills are the starting point for critical thinking people who are observant can observant i can't talk are, are you observant? Are observant yes actually i am i notice everything i'm no you do i am nosy as hell you're observant but what i find with you is you don't actually use what your observations are not always it's not. like you turn a blind eye to them depending on the situation if it's my business i'm gonna be in that business if it's none of my business i'll turn my back on yeah but what do you find from your you know you can tell the way a person is just by the way they talk yeah you can it's kind of like a how do i say it uh an equation you know if you got a guy that's talking all kinds of shit on his friend well you know that's the type of person you want to keep at arm's length oh definitely so I do believe that's the number one thing you got to do to have critical thinking skills mm -hmm. is observe. I got to give it to you. But the problem with you is you don't listen to yourself. No, I don't. I always second guess myself. I've learned over the years to not do that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you need to practice uh, mindfulness techniques uh, and active listening. Yeah, most people want to talk instead of listen during and outside of work through like you got to basically make sure you're hearing and seeing the same thing. Mm. You really got to pay close attention to what's going on in your surroundings. <laughs> yeah. And most people don't do that. Nope. No, usually people have blinders on. I mean, I'll admit for the longest time, I wore blinders. I didn't pay attention. All that I wanted, on. I wanted to kick you in the ass for I, that. I had a one-track mind. Now I don't. Now I pay very close attention to everything going on. Well, that's good. What's the second one? Uh, analysis. Once a problem has been identified, analytical skills become essential. 
the ability yeah, there's to, where everybody misses that one the ability to analyze and effectively evaluate a situation involves knowing what facts data or information about the problem are important and that's one thing that, that i hate about you is you're always saying I overanalyze stuff. I do. I go so <laughs> deep into it, but it gives me all the information I need to make a, you know, good choice. Yeah. Where a lot of people don't do that. See, you know, choices have consequences, they say. And they do. Yeah. And then you got people out there that don't care about the consequences. Well, that's because they don't or think don't, anything or don't, through. Or don't think they're going to be any. No, they don't think anything through. And that's a problem. Well, that's just like Nazar and Prudin didn't think he was going to get any consequences. But guess what? You got stabbed, mofo. <laughs> Fucking CEOs. Sorry, I find it funny. Fucking CEOs. Stupid. Man. Had to stop Mind that your business. Shit. Have a cigarette break. Yeah, go have a cigarette break, you <laughs> cocksuckers. You shouldn't have brought, you know, broke it up. <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, inference. Inference is a skill that involves drawing conclusions about the information you collect and you may require to process or to possess technical or in industry specific knowledge or experience. Well, that's a good one right there. Why is it that you want to observe things Two, you analyze them three, you don't listen to them. Why does, why did you do that? Basically when you draw a conclusion and, uh, you gotta stick with your gut instinct, which I never. This don't I even have to be a gut. It, it don't even have to be a gut with you. The problem is, you know all the facts, but you want to change them facts. Yeah, because you always think that you can change somebody, and you gotta. Come you to, can never you, change. Anybody. And you gotta come to the realization that you cannot change anyone. You can only change yourself. Well, look at that quote right there. Yep. Did you like just think about that? You should uh, like quote that shit and write that down. Write that down. Yeah, make a meme. Well, you can. You can't change anybody. You can only change yourself. That that's the only person you can change. You can't change no one else. There's nothing you can do. The person, the other people are the way they are. Mm. Um, you know, worry about yourself. The one time cops could have done something right and Hollywood would have been on their side and they got to fuck it up in the end. Uh, you know what? You're actually right. I would. You know what? I would have said, yeah, fucking a cool shit. Yes. High five. High five shit. They even fucked that up with me. Dumbasses. I was just going to say that. Stupids. Shut up, stupids. That's what I would have told the cops. They screwed up. Idiots. Stupid. Morons. But why? Why I want to know why you do that? Do what? That I don't do it anymore. Okay, you don't do it anymore, but you did. Yeah, I did. You have all the facts. Yep. But you don't listen to them. Nope, I didn't. And now you know you can't change people. I've always known you can't change people. I just would try, anyways. And it didn't work. Nope, epic fail. Epic fail on your epic part. Epic fail. What else have we got here? Oh, the top, top contender communication skills are important when it comes to uh, time to explain and discuss issues and possible solutions with colleagues or other people. The problem is that there's no more debate. No, you're either far on one side or the other, and there's never any meeting in the middle. So how do you debate somebody like that besides punching them in the eye? <laughs> You're wrong. 
<laughs> well, no, it's not even that. You know what? I could be wrong. I'll admit I'm wrong when I am. But there's no debate to get to that uh, conclusion. No, it's either. Well, with some people, it's their way or no way. And that just don't work as a society. No, not even in the slightest. You know, we should demand that, that we can sit down and talk to each other without having to put any labels on somebody. Yeah. And that's one thing with me, especially in my interview style, I like debates. I watch for openings to challenge. And that's what should be done. Or if you're a business partner with somebody and you're working on a project to make you both money, you should be able to come to an agreeable decision. Definitely. But nobody can anymore. Nope. And that, I just think that's going to be the downfall of this country, not being able to debate. You know, like Steve says, you know, people li don't listen, so why waste your time? I ask myself that every day with China, though. <laughs> what the fuck? I do. Why should I waste my time? She ain't going to listen. Nope. Until it's time for her to come back to me and say, you're right. Yeah, sorry. She's a glutton for punishment, this one. <laughs> and the, the fifth and final is problem solving. After you've identified and analyzed the problem and chosen a solution, the final step is to execute your solution. Problem solving often requires critical thinking to implement the best solution and understand whether or not the solution is working as it relates to the goal. What? Very well said. But you're not a problem uh, solver. I don't want to. Well. Yeah, Mike, you overslept, man. This was a good show. Stupid. <laughs> Stop taking my lines. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Shut up, stupid. Shut up, stupid. Yeah, jack wagon. Anyways. Well, Why can't you problem solve? I can problem solve. Uh, come on. Oh, come on. What? You to problem solve. Yeah. So you say. You're my problem. <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, identified my problem. <laughs> and now it's solved. How is it solved? I don't know. <laughs> you were bitching at me all day yesterday oh i wonder why even even though she said she wasn't but nope. anyway yeah no but we're gonna go to the members only right now we're gonna be talking about how a how a woman becomes a biker chick it should be a very interesting uh i don't even segment know. here i don't even know hollywood's How probably gonna happen? get in problem like uh steve's wife always says it's about blowjobs uh well you know maybe steve i'm helping you out making her you know give a couple more than usual that you usually get you know hollywood tries to help his uh male audience here with uh their sexual lives because some women just have to be freaking grabbed by the head that's all i have to say anyway you can become a member on youtube or spotify we're gonna turn it right back to 24 7 rock and roll baby you got a lot of kid rock happening, a lot of old school 80s uh, coming up. So make sure you guys go over to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Take a listen. Screw Pandora. You don't need Pandora, any of that kind of stuff. You got the MotorcycleMadhouse.com. 
radio station. We'll be right back after this. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going. I said goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jack. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded.